yeah, it's the DTC Podcast, people. The Real McCoy, original recipe. First in your ear hole podcast on dynasty trading and player value. Hosted by John Paul Hurley and Izzy Alcabas. Oh my God, Becky. Look at this brand new episode of the DTC Podcast coming at you hot and fast. We've got a phenomenal episode uh, in stock for you here. It's going to be a great one. I'm one of your hosts, John Paul Hurley. Joining me is he, the Pharaoh of Fantasy Alcafas, the delicious, smooth, low-toned, buttery voice that you're hearing in the background. Mm. Like that. Hey, j- uh, just like a little icebreaker here, I, I offered the-, this m- the most steroid trade offer I've ever offered. It got it ended up getting rejected, but I want to read this to you. And don't even bother trying to break it down. Okay. Or like measuring it. It's just ridiculous. It's basically a team swap. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, okay, so this is a 12-team Superflex PPR point per first down Devi League, tight end premium. I don't know if any of that matters, but <laughs> yeah, it all matters. because it's like a full roster. Okay, I offered Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. These are just the quarterbacks so far. Anthony Richardson, Mac Jones, Desmond Ritter, Zach Wilson, uh, Trey Benson, little Devi guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only running back. Uh, and here are, like, I offered a wide receiver, um, Jackson Smith, Najigba, yep. uh, mm-hmm. Jamison Williams, and then a mm-hmm. tight end, Cameron Latu. And then 2024, first, second, second, third, fourth. Okay. <laughs> so Richardson, Mac Jones, Ritter, Zach Wilson, Trey Benson, Jackson Smith, Najigba, Jamison Williams, Cameron Latu, first, second, second, third, fourth. Four. Okay. Kirk Cousins and Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley and Brees Hall, Najee Harris and Aaron Jones, Chris Olave, Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox. <laughs> Just yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a that's a no. I know. Should I get after him for not offering a counter? I mean, I hate picking up all those running backs. Uh, maybe not. I mean, it's not even that bad. Like, Najee sucks. Aaron Jones is old. Um, yeah, and this guy, he's he's announced to the league that he wants to rebuild. He's like, I'm I'm mailing it in. And I gave him a whole bunch of youth and picks. You know, I thought maybe he'd uh, he'd be willing to bite, but um, he doesn't want to sell yeah, at such a, a significant discount, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what kind of offer that is. It's just, it's a full, it's like a full team swap. Why, why didn't you just i did see the chat and i didn't know what the offer was because it nobody said why don't you just why don't we just switch teams this was just this comment <laughs> yeah. why don't we just switch teams that's why all right and uh, anyway the real business that we have this week is we're one quarter of the way through the fantasy football season already that's kind of sad and depressing a little bit together isn't it sad pressing that, that's, yeah it's a good way to put it uh, I mean, I guess if you're, if you don't like the grind, you might be excited that it's a quarter of the way already, but here we are at, in the blink of an eye, one quarter of the way through the fantasy football season. And we like to recap our fearless forecasts that we had before week one, just kind of like see where they are now. It's like a, it's like a really bad episode of where are they now? Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah, uh, we'll touch on these players too. And maybe yeah, we'll touch on the player. And, and when we touch the players, Chris Hansen will walk out and say, <sighs> Hey, um, you're on some other kind of show now. Chris Hansen. Oh, it's so fun. We do have a lot of our fearless forecasts. We had our friend from Dynasty Nerds, Rich Dotson, join us for this episode to talk about some of our favorite bold predictions going into the 2023 season. We're going to go through each of these players and recap where are they now and talk about maybe what we could see going forward in the season. Uh, they will be kind of fun to have a little bit of discussion on each of these players. How do you want to do this? Should we just do uh, position by position? Um, yeah, yeah, we could, we could do that. Okay. Izzy, your fearless forecast for the quarterback position was centered around Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. Howell, Mm, mm. you thought that each of them would finish the season as a top 16 QB in fantasy. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Not off to a good start. Yeah, Desmond Ritter currently sitting at 27th quarterback with 44.8 fantasy points on the season. 744 passing yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Not great, and he not not a ton of production on the ground, although he does have a touchdown. Outside of the fact that he's 
close enough. He's within striking distance, and there's a lot of green. There's a lot of football left. He just hasn't looked great, right? Like, I, I haven't been overly impressed with what I've seen, and it, it just doesn't look like um, Atlanta Falcons have found their guy. He has he has moments. Um, it's just never consistent. And it's never on the like field. Sometimes you see like, oh, okay. And then, nope. And then, oh, nope. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> what's that what's that popular video where it's the girl and i think she's drinking something and she's oh, like eh, yeah mm, yeah it's it's mm, that's a good way to put it yeah uh-uh. that's that's desmond ritter that meme <laughs> or that gif is desmond ritter's quarterback play oh it's so good it's mostly bad for me though but yeah i i can see how yeah yeah that's funny <laughs> so um man I I have a little bit of hope for him, but it's not likely he's going to finish top 16. Not looking great. And I don't know if it's him, I don't know if he's the main problem if the you know, Arthur Smith is is not just not calling a good game. Um doesn't have a good scheme, I don't know. Couldn't tell you, but uh right now not looking good for Desmond Ritter in dynasty or as a future NFL starting quarterback. Yeah. But I'm still never say never. Yep. Currently sitting at Q. By the by the way, just to give a point of reference, uh, no pun intended. Point. The amount of points that separate Desmond Ritter and the uh, QB sixteen is about twenty two, and Joshua Dobbs is actually sitting at QB sixteen with sixty six point seven points on the season. Sick. Very impressive start for the young man. We actually got to see him when we were in Ohio, didn't we? Some we walked right by. We did. Yep. Yeah, we went to dinner with Rich and his lovely wife. Ashley and Josh Dobbs walked right by us. I mean, we had dinner with them. We can be, let's just uh, like embellish a little bit and say Joshua Dobbs joined us for dinner. I'm good with that. Yeah, I sign off. Sorry, good. Yeah. Lie. A lot of people walked by and noticed and were like, "Oh wow!" We so I would say we raised a lot of eyebrows. That's that's going to get cut out of this podcast. What, what do you think, Joshua Dobbs listens or something? Mm- no, but I think the rest of the world does. Oh, <laughs> you're pretty uh, vain thinking that the you know majority of the world listens to our show. But yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, anyway, yeah, Desmond Ritter sitting at QB 27. The next one is uh, Sam Howell. Sam mm-hmm. Howell, QB 17 with 61.7 points, just set, uh, five points behind Joshua Dobbs for the QB 16 spot. What do you think about that? Okay, okay. That I have him 19 on my list, so I like your list a little bit better on this one. <laughs> 961 passing yards, four touchdowns, five interceptions, one rushing touchdown on the ground, 11 carries, 82 rushing yards. Not bad for the... Not bad. I The, the rushing yard surprises me. I thought he'd be a... And I think I talked about this on the... I thought he'd be a 30 to... 40 yard type of guy on the ground total or per game 30 per game 30 per game (laughs) (laughs) total uh 30 per game was the the number that i was hoping to see sam at which i guess would put him at 120 which is you know four extra points but um i i don't know I, i i think sam has a good chance to be a good fantasy quarterback and a decent nfl quarterback and all he has to do is kind of maintain this level of play where, you know, he's up and down a little bit, but n- not enough to replace him, but not enough for him to be considered elite by yeah. any means. Right. So I think he's kind of on the Daniel Jones trajectory where it's just kind of ups and downs. He's probably going to get a, a second contract. That's the trajectory he's on, which I like. I would say I would say the Daniel Jones before this season trajectory. Like if, if it's Daniel Jones this season, then then it'd be trouble. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, so I'm I'm optimistic about that one. In in Dynasty, I I'd, I'd still I mean Desmond Ritter costs very little. I'd still probably try to put out a feeler on him. Um, yeah, and then Sam Howell. I think you could buy him still at a pretty decent price. Yeah. I don't know what that number you probably still have to give up a late first for Sam. Um what would I be doing? I'd st- What about what about you know Mac Jones in a second? Mac Jones. Would you do Mac Jones in a second for Sam Howell? Mac Jones in a second for Sam Howell. 
Or would you do Mac Jones straight up? I, I guess I'm not really sure who has more value. Yeah, I don't know why you'd need the second. Yeah, I I, I think they'd be pretty close. I'm surprised that I don't know. you'd need to add no a idea. second to pull Howell. I, I would guess probably dead even. I mean, there have you ever heard of, uh, there's this website. Um, it's DynastyTradeCalculator.com. They only charge like three bucks a month or 15 for a year, but three bucks a month basically for the price of one of your, half the price of one of your caribou coffees or Starbucks coffees you get every morning. You could be calculating trades and understanding values like who's more valuable, Sam Howell or Mac Jones. So maybe uh, I've actually got a subscription. So should I, maybe I'll just pull okay. it up quick here. What oh, do you think? Perfect. Yeah, I like that. By the way, this episode is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing, start calculating. Uh, Mac Jones in a 12-team super flex comes in at 15.9. And Sam Howell, 15.5. We kind of nailed it. We're, okay, we're so confused because they're either. basically, yeah, they're, uh, they're a horse apiece. Why do they say that, by the way? I don't know. They each get a horse, I guess. Horse apiece. Yeah, we'll have to look that one up. But yeah, okay. So straight up. I'd rather have Sam at this point. I'd take the take the chance on Sam Howell. Um, take a chance on me. Would you? Would you? Um, or would you still have Mac? Hmm. It's a wash. I, I I'm not gonna sit here and pick one. I I don't care. You don't care. Neither How, can can I choose neither? Really? So you don't you don't think either has long term prospects? Not any more than like a middling, yeah. Like it's not so like maybe a streaming starter. I don't, I don't, th- I, I'm not too excited about either one having like any okay. significant fantasy value. Put these quarterbacks in order: Geno Smith, Mac Jones. I mean, Geno oh. just got hurt in this game, but let's say Geno Smith is not hurt. Is he Geno Smith, bad? Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Sam Howell? Oh not bad enough for him to get carted off, but I don't know how. Like I don't know if it's like a foot injury, ankle injury. I don't know what it is. Okay, Geno Smith. Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Sam Howell. Oh, gross. Okay. Um, I'll go Geno, Mac, Sam, Carr. Okay. I'd go Sam, Mac, Carr, Geno. Uh, almost, yeah, almost flip-flopped. Almost. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, again, it's a, a horse of pieces. Like, there's four of them, so I'm adding... The plural version of peace now horse of pieces for those four guys i don't care like yeah great you got sam howell that's how i yeah. would feel like I, i'm trying to think of a good gift to describe sam howell and i'd be like kind of like whatever is like just dismissive about it i don't know can you think of a good one mm-hmm. no i don't know that one i will say looking at this list if i were in a dynasty player i would be trying to acquire malik willis by the way yeah, um, <laughs> little off, little off topic, little off topic, but I'd be going after Malik Willis and okay in Dynasty. Okay, interesting. Okay, so just a free nugget. I think you probably get him for a third. They give him the next crack. I don't think they give Levis the next crack. I think Malik gets the next crack, and it's a good dice roll for a third round pick. And then you can put change your fantasy team name if he becomes something good to Malik my balls or something. Mm, that's so so kind. But yeah, I think that could work. Yeah. Both the trade and the team name. Yeah. Um, oh, I got a good gift for those quarterbacks, by the way. Tell me. It's Larry David, and it's the one where he's kind of like standing outside, and he's cringing, and he kind of like has a, an uncomfortable smile. Like, uh, it's the, it's the, it's the, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's how I feel about all of those quarterbacks. And like that, that would be a way to describe that tier. We should develop a new website that just has gifts to describe each tier of players. <laughs> That'd be sick. And Ritter is the uh, oh, yes. the one where the girl's drinking the coffee, and she's like, eh, uh, mm, uh, 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 mm? nah, nah, uh, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Up next, uh, let's. Do you want to cover? Uh, we should cover Rich's predictions quick, too, quickly too, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Rich has got a good one and, and a not so good one. Um, he's got Brock Purdy predicted as a top fourteen quarterback. I don't know how was that. That was pretty bold, right? 
Uh, at the time, yeah, because he was like in the 20s. So it's bold enough. It's not. Okay. Yeah, it's not super bold, but bold enough. Bold enough. Um, and Brock Purdy is currently sitting pretty good at QB 11 on the season with uh, 1,019 passing yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, including two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns in the ground. Piling up for a whopping 73.1 fantasy points. Very nice. Brock Purdy at 11. I like that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he and he'll, great. you know, he'll always, he'll always be doubted because that, I mean, that offense, it's kind of, it's like Tua. Tua and Brock Purdy are very similar in terms of their situations. Like they're a product of the scheme. You put Tua with Arthur, Arthur Smith or Brock Purdy with Arthur Smith, or you put them with the, the you know, Eberflus and they're not going to be what they are. No. Uh, I'm very confident in that. It's just, they happen to be with Shanahan McDaniels and, Mike McDaniel, and that is very good for fantasy and very good for their careers. So, um, yeah. So Brock Purdy, and, and Purdy doesn't even have that. Purdy doesn't have that draft capital like Tua does. So he's even like a tier. Like he's going to be disrespected even more. Yeah, but he's he he's good. I think he'll have a a a long career at quarterback as long as he doesn't get hurt. Is and especially if he's all continually re-signing with that team, they obviously really like him. Um. So yeah, I. I think for Dynasty, you're looking at, at Brock Purdy as a legitimate piece now uh, in Dynasty. So, and by the you know, way, I have him in a, yeah. I was going to say, you could leverage that disrespect to maybe get a good deal on a guy who could potentially put up top 10 fantasy quarterback stats, right? Like, no, he doesn't have a sexy name because of his, because of all the things we just mentioned, the aforementioned. So, you could probably yeah. leverage that to get a pretty good deal on a guy that's going to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And this is so. coming off injury. This is imp- like he's a he's the QB eleven coming off a, a relatively significant injury too. You know, yeah. And you know, historically, Shanahan's his quarterbacks have been just quick outs, like Jimmy G. It's kind of like first read, get the ball out. They're letting Brock rip this ball down the field, so there is some faith there with with Brock Purdy. Yeah, Ayuk looks really sexy with Purdy. Hasn't really come. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't really paid much dividends for uh, like George Kittle. Uh, Debo's kind of been banged up, but yeah, otherwise uh, really nice for Ayuk so far. Absolutely. So good one there. Nice one. Not nice so job, good one. Rich. Yep. Not so good one uh, is going to be the um, Deshaun Watson prediction at top four QB on the season. Obviously, he sat out this week with an injury. That's not going to help matters, but we could even like towards the end of the season, we can look at um, average per game uh, and that's still not going to do him any favors. Uh, in, in fact, maybe I'll do that. Average points per game, Deshaun Watson. Not bad. One, two, three, four, five. It, they don't renumber them. QB 12 and average points per game. So like his true order would be the QB 12. But he's uh, currently mm-hmm. averaging 18.5 points per game. In order to get in the top five, he'd have to be averaging uh, four more per game, four and a half more. Which is a lot. So, you know, Deshaun Watson's... I am trying to get out from under Deshaun Watson and I think I've seen enough where it's just not, it's not the Deshaun Watson of old. It's not the same player. Um, And I don't know what it is. He's not old. I don't know what happened in that year and some change off. I'm trying to get out from under him. I really am. I'm trying to, I tried offering Deshaun for Kyler straight up, seeing if I can get that done. It got rejected in a league. I haven't done it in the rest in, you know, the two other leagues, but. I'm going to actively shop Deshaun, Deshaun Watson as soon as he – I just need him to have another big performance, and I think I could be able to squeeze out a Kyler Murray, but um, so far, tough sledding. Um, can we just um, – if Mosier is feeling ambitious, and I know that he, he won't be, so maybe I'll just like try to reenact this, but if we could pull a soundbite from a podcast last year going into the season – um, me talking about Deshaun Watson and being concerned about the the time off and not being su- super high on him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that right now. Yeah, and I I don't like Deshaun Watson because of all the time he's had off. <laughs> uh, but I I get cre- I get credit for that one. I, I don't I don't often get get him right, but when I do, I prefer Dosakis. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. You're you're right on this one. It's just it's just not good. It's not good. Not good. 
So I'm I'm fading I'm fading Watson. Um, okay, flexing. Now on to yours. Flexing over. I only had one quarterback fearless forecast. I kind of I uh, I did kind of one for each position except for wide receivers. I did two. I had this doesn't field this doesn't fields great right now. <laughs> um, coming off of, coming off a of week four, it's not as bad. Um, but I had Justin Fields finishing the season as a top three fantasy quarterback. Where do you think he is right now? Uh, I have him at thirteen. I have him at QB twelve. Okay, so nine spots off the single digits. We can do this, Fields. We can do this. And uh, I, I will we need be, like six points a game, don't you? You're down six points a game. Yeah, basically. Um, I'm hoping for several injuries. Um, but yeah, he's he needs a lot. Justin Fields has a 40 point game in him right oh 40, 40 45 you know by the way it's only that in him it's only 3.9 points per game off of the qb3 average okay but yeah so he has it he has it in him to get this done because he has the high high ceiling so and not dead in the water but the way the season started not a good look uh i am trying to flip him in the one league that i have him in but it's going to be, I think it's still going to be hard. to. You need him. We talked about this as well because he has some pretty easy matchups coming up. Yeah. We're going to need two or three performances linked together before I think you can move him safely for a high-end quarterback. Yeah. And man, I am, I am so upset I, I, I didn't get more Stroud. I have him in a few leagues. Oh, man, I'm salty. I'm yeah, salty. Stroud looks good. Richardson looks. I mean, I, you good. can't be upset about Richardson because he's he was Stroud, taken as a QB one. But yeah, Stroud, you can be Stroud upset about. He went up against the Steelers with his entire offensive line decimated, and he ripped them apart. Yeah, three hundred passing. Yeah, he's he had a great game again. He's a stud. He's a stud. He's a stud right away too. That's not always uh, something it, you see. He's yeah. nasty. Yeah, he's a nasty stud. <laughs> this is turning into some sort of like terrible Pornhub sketch all of a sudden yeah. <laughs> um jeez i i do but i i will have to admit in every single one of my leagues the funny thing is i made a, a fearless forecast about a justin fields who i don't actually have any shares of i have no justin fields in any of my leagues and i thought the first three weeks pre- presented a great opportunity to aqu- acquire some and in every one of my leagues that i'm in i i, I made an offer going into week four for justin fields because i anticipated a pretty strong performance out of him this week um, yeah. and now it's kind of like his, his price has probably got like people who own Justin Fields now feel a little bit better about him. So he had a little bit of a Fields day, mm-hmm. you nice. could say. Um, so yeah, it's Justin Fields. That's the, that's the old quarterback position. Not bad. Some, some significant misses, some kind of closes and some definite hits. Mm-hmm. All right, looking at the running back position, this is kind of a, a bunch of unfortunate pepper mixed in with some pretty spicy, unfortunate salt mixed in with some pretty spicy pepper, okay? Yeah, I guess I got a couple, I got a couple good ones. Yeah, here's a piece of the unfortunate salt. Is he projected J.K. Dobbins as a top 10 running back on the season? And mm, sad. he won't even be running this season, let alone being a top 10 running back. Sad. Yeah, it is pretty sad. I, that's... uh. It's a guy who's been riddled with injuries, and I think we talked about him a couple podcasts ago when he went down with injuries, so we don't need to go too deep into it, but it's just kind of unfortunate, um, and, it, and it's a guy who probably might come close to hanging him up or being a complimentary back somewhere, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it is sad. Moment of silence, and okay, moving on. Uh, this one's awesome. And by the way, we've been saying his name wrong this entire time. I was watching Red Zone this A-chan. week. Yep. And they yeah. and they kind of corrected us all. And uh, Devin Achan, is he projected to be a top 20 running back this season, which is actually quite bold going into the season. And Devin Achan is the running back three on the season, averaging 24.1 oh, fantasy points per game with a total of 72. He's got 309 rushing yards. Uh, including four touchdowns on the ground and two more in the air. This kid is just—he did this in two it. two weeks. He did the seventy-two points in two weeks. And it was kind of fun to see this. He's too averaging because, like, I think he's averaging like eleven yards a carry. Yeah, it's just video game. It is eleven point four a rip. He's averaging more yards per carry than he is per catch. 
<laughs> That's got to be a first, right? <laughs> with uh, tw- twenty-seven yeah. carries, yeah. That would be a record, yeah. That's nuts. That I mean, that's that, that's his college stats. You wouldn't expect that to continue in the NFL. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you, he's no longer purchasable and in, uh, in dynasty. Like, you just, you know, I'm a firm believer is once these players, once you have the ability to get these players at a discount, and then they pop off, and that discount is no longer gone, your opportunity to buy, I feel, is no is no longer there. You just move on, man. Like, you move on and you try to find the next one, but. You never chase the dream. No. In Dynasty. Nope. You never pay for the so, dream. Yeah. No. Nope. Nope. Because, yeah. Plus, he's a running back. So, this all could come apart soon, as soon as like a couple weeks from now. Like, he could get hurt. He could start to, Jeff Wilson can get activated. And then it's a, and then it's a cluster. I mean, he only had eight carries. So, this last week he's just being ultra efficient with it so i just i think this is a i like a chan love the situation but i i have my shares of a chan i'm very happy that i acquired him for much cheaper than what he's currently worth but i will not consider acquiring a chan in any league would you and consider trading him away it. uh yeah i would yeah i would if i can get if i can get a early first for Achan, a team that is in the bottom four right now that I think is going to stay in the bottom four, I would absolutely cash the chips in on Achan. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, and you had a, speaking of interesting, you had an interesting poll I saw today. I don't know if you tweeted it today, but it's... Uh, I did. Yeah, why don't you, want, do you care to care to speak about it a little bit? It has like 1,200 votes. Yeah, it was, is Achan, uh, Achan for Gibbs, Jameer. Um, se- almost seventeen hundred votes. A chan leading fifty six percent of the votes to Gibbs forty four. That's crazy. And and granted, this is Twitter. Twitter does always favor the hot hand by a lot, so it's uh yes. it's definitely a big pendulum swing. But it is what it is. It's uh, mm-hmm. that's what people value at right now in 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 real leagues. You know, if somebody, I, I I'm wondering if the the Gibbs owners would be willing to consider that though. You know, that's that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be, I'm sure we'll see a, an HN Gibbs trade go down at some point. So I we'll agree. S- you know, see who makes those trades in our leagues, but we'll have to pop open the, uh, the trade wire and God, see if there's sh- any of that going on. Two weeks changes quite a bit. Yeah. What a difference two weeks makes. Um, so very good, bold prediction, fearless forecast. That one's uh, turning out to be very nice. In fact, he's going to be uh, at a point where he's going to have enough points on the season to, to already make that top 20 running back yeah. come true without even Lock playing anymore in. even if he gets injured or anything yeah. uh right. the next one another really good hit by izzy Izzy predicted that david mm-hmm. montgomery would outscore jameer gibbs speaking of gibbs and flirt with top 12 running back production there's a little parlay yeah there's a little parlay i like that and currently on the season david montgomery is sitting at running back six especially after uh such a heavy hitting three touchdown performance in week four um, and he, he missed a week he did didn't he yeah, yeah. three games that's unreal He's got 262 rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns, uh, not much work in the passing game, but um, enough work in the running game to put him at running back six on the season with only three games compared to most others four. Uh, and by the way, Devin Achan, Achan also has only Achan. three games on the season. He's, he missed one game as well. Yeah, and he was barely even used in the second game. So it's been two weeks of usage pretty impressive but, and that's uh yeah. that's outside of the the unfortunate jk dobbins you uh you're throw, throwing out some heat here um moving on yeah, to so, far, so good rich by the way yeah with jameer gibbs i mean this is a you're in a in a firm holding pattern with gibbs like if you own him don't you got to stay yeah. patient you got to ride the ship at this point taking a taking a loss on this so early it's just not advisable you gotta you gotta wait yeah you gotta wait and hope that they start using him but it is disheartening that they spent such a high draft pick, draft, draft capital on on jameer gibbs and they are not using him and, and i'm not surprised i mean obviously with my bold prediction i assume that the hard nose you know detroit dan campbell deal they wanted a guy that they can grind in between the tackles and gibbs is not that but they're not really using him in space and they're not 
getting creative with them. So I don't know if that'll change down the road, but you, you made your bed with Gibbs and you got to just, you got to wait it out. Yeah, right. The ship, but if the ship goes down, you better be ready. Correct. If the ship goes down, you better be ready. Remember that song? No. No way, really? Cypress Hill? You're usually pretty good no. with music. You better What's be the name ready? of the song? When the ship goes uh, down. No. <laughs> you know, I wasn't a big Cypress Hill fan outside of um, their biggest hit. What was it called? Um, uh, uh, Insane in the Membrane. No, I no, I didn't even like that song. Really? The other one. Um, um, I want to get uh, high, so high. Was it rap? No, 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 no. It, it's the it's from the bong. Is it rap superstar? Oh, I think it's rap superstar. So it wasn't one of their bigger hits, but rap superstar. Have you heard that song? Um, I I'm sure I have. I just don't recognize it by the title. Anyway, mm, maybe Mole will have to maybe Mole will have to put a little bit of a clip of Cypress Hill yeah, rap superstar. Maybe, but I do like that song. But I'm not a big Cypress Hill fan outside of Fair that. Fair enough. Song. I think they're great. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, when the when the ship goes down, you better be ready. Moving on to Rich Dotson's fearless forecast at the running back position. He had this is a pretty good one, a Brock Purdy good one. He had James Cook finishing as a top twelve running back, and so far to this point of the season, James Cook is sitting at running back thirteen. Just mm, outside close. that spot. Yeah, very, very close with uh, 296 rushing yards for, uh, I'm sorry, one touchdown. Uh, not much work in the passing game either, but yeah, sitting at running back. Which is surprising because that's, yeah, that's what everybody thing. thought he'd be. That's hilarious. He's not getting yeah. his points in the in the passing game. James, James Cook is a firm, I'm not trading for James Cook. This is a common theme. I don't trade for running back, so won't be trading for James Cook. Um, but... So far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. He's, I guess he's not cooked. Um, nice one. Very nice. And, and I agree with you. I think um, not a guy that I'd be targeting in trades. And maybe not quite doing great enough to, to sell either. Um, just kind of right in the middle of the pack. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. This is the next two. I mean, we yeah. might as well just breeze through these ones because that's not, not going to work here anymore. Yeah, yeah, this is bad. So the next one is uh, Jarek McKinnon being a top 16 running back. I remember Rich saying that he expected McKinnon to be heavily involved in the passing game. That's just not happening. I think it's Isaiah Pacheco on passing situations and Isaiah Pacheco on running situations. Peppered with a couple other guys to spell him, but that's kind of all that's happening right now. Um, Jarek McKinnon is currently sitting at running back 44 in the season. Not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. And then Evan Hall got hurt, so that's a poor one out. So we skip that one as well. Bye. 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 Um, <laughs> I had one. This is not looking good either, especially with a... But I kind of feel like I get a, a little bit of a pass on this one. Um, why? Be- he sucks. I'll tell you why. Maybe. 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 Um, but I projected mm. um, Alexander Madison just getting heavy work um, in the Minnesota Vikings running game with Delvin Cook gone and... And all the things, but Alexander Madison is now playing second fiddle to Cam Akers probably for the rest of the season. After We'll see. I mean, he out-snapped him, out-touched him, but maybe he'll get phased out. I don't know. I think he's, they're just, they're just easing, easing, easing Cam Akers in, um, which is smart. Let him, let him learn the playbook. Right. But Alexander Madison sitting at running back 20 in the season, 56 carries, 250 yards, 4.5 a rip. I don't know why you think he's been doing so bad. They're they're just not committed to the running game because they have such a negative game script all the time. So I, I know there's a lot of there's a business case for why he's misperforming, but the black and white of it is they traded for Cam Akers because they felt like there was um an absence at the position and I, I will admit defeat. I respect that. Okay. Nice job, Alexander, but not nice enough. Uh that was my only running back. And I think we're gonna wrap things up with the wide receiver position. This is quite or rather robust. So we'll we'll get into this here. Yeah, we'll we'll go high level. So we can throw up my Deontay top eight wide receiver because he's been hurt. So that one's a, a a bust. Another bust. I had a parlay. Elijah Moore, Sky Moore, Jahan Dotson all lead their teams in fantasy production. That's going to be an zero for three. Mm-hmm. Pretty firm zero for three. We can skip that one. This parlay, however, will probably hit and. You did not put this in there, but I believe I mentioned this on the podcast that Ridley Watson and Debo 
would all finish outside the top 20. And I didn't think that they'd be their leading receiver or their, um, I didn't think they'd be their wide receiver ones either. But I can't recall if I said that or not. But as of right now, that parlay is looking really good outside of Debo, I think is inside the top 20. You'll have to fact check me on that. Uh, Debo? Yeah. Is he inside the top 20? He had a couple big weeks. Uh, yeah, he's a uh, wide receiver 14, and that's uh, 14. some limited work in the last game. That like, Didn't he go out? like? No, he played. He's, he's just kind of banged up. But okay. then Ayuk, I mean, when Ayuk was banged up, he basically, if you look at his splits with and without Ayuk, Ayuk doesn't need, doesn't, it doesn't matter if, if Debo's playing, Ayuk is balling. But if Ayuk is out, Debo's balling. So the rest of the way, like, I, I don't think Debo's going to, I don't know. I'm not a, I just don't think he's going to be top 20. I really don't. I still don't. Uh, Ridley. That was after week one. That one, if you recall, I was ready to. I think I might have even just said, hey, you know what? I, I'm going to eat crow on that. But premature on that. Calvin Ridley, on my statistics, I see him at wide receiver 36. Really? Yeah. Where do you have him? I've got Ridley at, he's the wide receiver three. I'm just kidding. Uh, 28. <laughs> yeah, I'm at 36. I don't know why our stats are so different. Um, are you, are you looking at PPR? Uh, let's see. He's got 15 receptions, 211 yards. That should be 36 and two touchdowns. 48 points. 48. Um, they're showing, yeah, 33.1 on here. So it must not be PPR. That's why. Here we go. Uh, now Ridley. That shouldn't have mattered for that quarterback position, but yeah. Um, forty-eight point one quarterback thirty or running back thirty-six, receiver thirty-six. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's oh my, what I, have I said quarterback and running back. It's receiver. Yeah, yeah. tight end thirty-six. And then Debo's eighteen for me. Is he eighteen for you as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. So do you? I mean, it's getting close. That's a pretty good parlay so far. Pretty good. And then the the last one is probably my best one. I mean, you could make the case that A-Chan and Monty might be my best ones, but this one's up there. This is your favorite, for a really sure. good one. This is my favorite because this dates back to last year as well. Nico Collins, man. I had him. <laughs> I said that he was going to be a wide receiver too, top 24. He's blown that out of the water. I have met wide receiver seven. You should have been a little more brazen with your prediction. I could have. I could have, but I wanted it to hit. Now, here, here's what makes this sweeter. If you remember a good friend, Akash, who was on our show, at the end of the season, we usually say, what are we going to be doing? Who are we buying? Who are we selling? And I was promoting the idea of buying Nico Collins for a third-round draft pick. And which, by the way, I got done in a couple leagues, and you could have gotten it done. Uh, and Akash was telling me that he wouldn't even give up a third-round draft pick for Nico Collins because Nico Collins sucks. Um, and God, is it sweet right now? It feels so good. Obviously, you know, we don't have a cash here for me to kind of to have one up on him, but it feels good to have Nico Collins pay those dividends for anybody that listened and bought him for a third. You're reaping the rewards this season. He's currently worth a 2024 late first. I think that's about right. And that's the thing, like when you don't have draft capital, and you, you have to have opportunities to hit on players like this. And, you know, when it when it hits, it's oh so sweet. But the idea is those third round, third round picks don't turn into much, you know, so you might as well turn them into players that you've seen play that have a glimpse of hope. And Nico Collins was just a quarterback away from being productive. And, and here he is at, at wide receiver seven. I don't know if he'll finish stay top 10, you know, but I do think that he solidified himself as a top 24 wide receiver, uh, barring an injury, of course. Yeah. Yep. Pretty impressive. Um, we can probably fly over mine. Yours? Uh, yours? Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not going to pan out. Yeah, Rishi Rice, top three rookie wide receiver. KJ Osborne, a wide receiver two, top 24 in the season. Not looking good for either of those guys. I mean, at this point in the season, though, it wouldn't take much to be a top three rookie wide receiver. There hasn't been any significant production 
from the like I think Zay Flowers is currently the rookie wide receiver three for scoring the season, and he's he's the overall wide receiver thirty two. So like there's it's it's kind of like um, Puka, and then everybody else, right? Everybody, yeah, yeah. Tank Dell, yeah, Puka, Tank Dell, Tank Dell t- at wide receiver twenty two, yeah, Puka at four, Tank Dell at twenty two, Zay at thirty two. Where's Addison? Addison's forty two. Yeah, 43 I got on here. Interesting. Yeah. Marvin Mims, 44. Yeah, so, I mean, there's an outside chance. And then, yeah, Rishi Rice, 57. So, I guess, if you want to look at it this way, uh, Rice is sitting at 32.7 points. And Zay Flowers, so he's only 17 points out of being uh, the rookie wide receiver three. So, it's it's a 17-point difference. Yep. You got a chance. By the way, in Dynasty, by Josh Downs, because I just saw his name. Now, I, I, admittedly, I have a lot of shares of Josh Downs, but I would be buying Josh Downs in Dynasty. Nice. Uh, next is Rich, Ricky Ricardo, and those. Yeah, his is, is not going to work either. Not yeah, gonna, Isaiah, work Isaiah Hodge, <laughs> Isaiah Hodgkins, top twenty wide receiver. Hodgkins, Hodgkins, Hodgkins. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. It's just funny how you said it. Hodgkins. <laughs> uh not not an intentional no. diss by any means. Okay. Um top twenty. He's not gonna be top twenty. It's very clear he's not gonna be top twenty. I don't even know if he's top sixty on um, the season. I'm, I have I'm no not idea. gonna look. I'm not gonna look. Uh Elijah Moore, top eighteen wide receiver. Elijah's currently sitting at sixty three. That's painful. I still I'm still holding out on hope for him though. God, Isaiah Hodgins is ninety wide receiver ninety three. Isaiah yeah. Hodgins, so he's not even a wide receiver seven. Um, Rich's last one though is very interesting. So he he chose uh, a mm-hmm. trifecta of the wide receiver one, two, and three, and I think he he boxed it. So it's a trifecta box. So he picked three wide receivers and they come in one, two, and three at the end of the season in any any order. And he chose just Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Garrett Wilson. Now, Justin Jefferson is sitting at wide receiver one, Tyreek Hill at wide receiver three, with Keenan Allen splitting the difference. And Garrett Wilson could have been a very interesting dark horse mm-hmm. for that had Aaron Rodgers not sustained an injury in the very first drive of the game of the season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that that is a honorable mention. It's an honorable mention. Potential. Yeah, it's we'll give him yeah. some honor. Yeah. Nice job on that honor, and, Rich. And and I would like to pat myself on the back on my one of my tight end ones. So Dolchich got hurt. So unfortunately, injuries have have taken my fearless forecasts from being magnificent to kind of a, a downer. But um, I had Jake Ferguson as a top sixteen tight end. He's currently sitting tight end eight. Nice a little Fergie. Fergalicious. A little Fergie. Yeah, yeah, I got so many Fergie shares. Fergalicious. Um, we'll take a look at Rich's. Rich at tight ends had... Do you have any tight ends? Oh, yeah. He had Tyler Higby as a top three tight end. Yeah. He's tight end 10. I, sh- I probably should have gotten higher on Ferguson just because it's not that hard to be tie- tight end. I guess 16 is 32.4 points, which, yeah, I mean, that's eight points a game for a guy Who that... Who is tight end 16? Dalton Kincaid. Oh, I got mine's a little bit different. I was gonna kind of like segue into my fearless forecast at tight end. Oh, Tyler Conklin. He's up. I had yeah. I had my fearless forecast as Tyler Conklin as a top sixteen tight end. Kind of like a sneaky pick. I had him like in some of my. He was uh, um, Mister last pick of a draft called again. Mister oh, Mister Relevant. Mister Relevant. I had Mm -hmm. him. Mr. Irrelevant in many of my redraft leagues, and uh, he's currently sitting at tight end 16 without Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, I was going to give myself a dismissal with that one, but uh, we got it. Hey, you know what would have been a good fearless forecast? What's that? Janu Smith to outscore Kyle Pitts this season. That would be a good nauseating numshul. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is. Tight end 28, Hurley. That's disgusting. What? And just as bad as Dallas Goddard. Is it? Like, are we, can we say that we're done with the Kyle Pitts experiment? Like, obviously, Desmond Ritter isn't going to be sustaining, you know, significant 
production and any receiver or tight end position, but Durham Smythe and Noah Gray have more fantasy points and Donald Parham have more fantasy points and Kylan Granson. I I have more fantasy points than Kyle Pitts on the season. It feels like it. By the way, I'm gonna ask you this question. Where is Kyle Pitts in Dynasty tight ends for you? Um, I mean, before the season, he was probably he's in the top five. Okay. Now, like it, like honestly, it's just such a barren wasteland that, like, after like the top couple of guys, it doesn't really matter. You know. So, like, I'd rather I'd rather take roll the risk on Kyle Pitts than like almost anything else after um, Andrews, Kittle, like Kelsey, obviously, even though he's super old. So after like those top three, four, five tight ends, it doesn't matter. So then I I would roll the dice with uh, Pitts. I mean maybe Pitts or Kincaid. I was just gonna say like maybe Kincaid. I I at this point, oh man, Pitts has got such a big name though. I'd rather have Kincaid on my team um, if I'm gonna try to like score points and win games. But I would rather have Pitts for trading. I think I can get Kincaid plus for Pitts. I don't know if you can. I think I can. I think people still remember. <laughs> I think people still remember. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is the Alamo. I I may put this up as a poll. Uh, and then we'll revisit this next week. Well, we probably won't because we won't remember. But we'll pretend like we'll revisit this next week. And I'm looking at the calculator too. Yeah, currently Kyle Pitts comes. This is before any um, stat adjustments go through for the uh, week four, I think. Um, usually our updates go flow through on Tuesdays, but um, Kyle Pitts is sitting at 14.6 in the calculator, which is worth like a late first, and Dalton Kin- Kincaid at 14.1. So I think yeah, this was the our it, we did uh, update. It is updated. Update okay, so it is yeah, these, so yeah, it's real before, close. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that's crazy though. Um. My really. The so you fall. think? Yeah, isn't that sad? Sad. I mean, you, you. I guess it wasn't like we were all fooled by his tricky name. Like he was trying to tell us based on just his name. Like, hey, no, like my value's gonna be in the pits. Come to 2023. <laughs> the amount of people that shipped the farm for Kyle Pitts, a tight end, not a quarterback, a tight end. Man, brutal. Not a quarterback. Not a quarterback. A tight end. Are you doing? I, I thought I was waiting for like an Allen Iverson rant, but with quarterback and tight end instead of practicing uh, game. Dude, man, there there were people taking Kyle Pitts ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that was advised by a lot of fantasy analysts. Yeah. To do that. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna take that jagged little pill and. You know, everybody, uh, it's, it's just the, I think what you're keying off on is that it's such a big miss. It's not just a miss. It's not like, you know, I predicted Tyler Conklin as a tight end 16 and he was a tight end 17 or so. Like, it's not a little miss. It's a big, big miss right now. To be fair, I will say this as a caveat to the, this conversation. So I, I, I historically, uh, it's up to you to move a player. So Kyle Pitts did did his job. He had a great rookie season. Yeah, historic. He retained his value, and you had the opportunity to sell him, and you didn't. That's on you. Yep. Right? But here's the deal. He needed a season like that as a rookie to meet his expectations. Yeah. So you weren't gaining value in any way. You were just, you were just justified, yeah. He needed to do that to justify. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, he needed to put up 1,000 yards a season for basically is for five years yeah to justify that draft pick yeah and he's only done it once obviously but man i mean honestly tough. though like I-, I will say that part of the allure of kyle pitts was the situation that he went in with i think it was, i'm pretty sure matt ryan was still under under center when he got drafted and then going to marcus mariota desmond ritter that hasn't been exactly an, an, an ideal scenario so maybe situationally things could change for him and that might flip but it's uh it doesn't feel great right now no uh i i would be 
I don't think he's going to go off anytime soon. Yeah, he's stuck on your team. He's he's going to be no, he's going to be a buy if he if he's not already, he's going to be a buy very very soon. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think so right now. Like if he's if you can trade like if somebody's just sick of it, which I don't think anybody's going to move him, but if you can like trade an early second and acquire him, I think that's a really smart move, but yeah, I I wouldn't do that if I, I had think, I don't think not in tight end premium. You're still going to have to give up a first to to get him. Yeah. Whoever here's the thing. This is the issue with his value may be diminished when you come up to these like polls and such because most people obviously there's only 11 owners or I don't want to say 11 because it's not like we only have one league that's voting on this, but most people don't own Kyle Pitts in any leagues. So but the people that do own Kyle Pitts, they're not they're just they're going to sink with the ship. Yeah. Like this is the Titanic going down and they <laughs> they've been on they're not they're not taking the life rafts, they're just going down with it. Right? So we're we're at that point with Pitts, but at some point even the most faithful and patient of dynasty owners will give up. Yeah. I like that. And with that, that concludes this week's episode of the DTPC podcast. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening to us. Um, we love the yeah. support. Please and buy Wandell Robinson. Yeah. Buy Wandell Robinson. Uh, really, really nice uh, to see him um, getting some work, right? Yeah. I mean, I have him now, once again, I'm biased because I have him a bunch everywhere, but I think you're looking at the wide receiver one in New York, and he's obviously still coming off his ACL. He's not going to put up big numbers. You can still afford to try to acquire him. Yeah. But it's not going to take much, I don't think. And I think he, I think we're looking at the, the wide receiver one there. There you go. By the way, I think his name should be Wandale Robinson, but it is what it is. Um, nice little final thoughts from Izzy, guys. Thank you once again for listening to us this week. Make sure you... Uh, as they say on YouTube, smash that like button, leave us a comment, let us know what you think of the show on any of your listening platforms. We'd love to hear from you. When the ship goes down, you better be ready. Bye. You better be ready.